Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Minority Reports Podcast. I'm the Cougar. And I'm the Aggie. And today's episode is all about the state of the union of the podcast. So for our dear and beloved listeners, you may have noticed we have been gone a while. How long have we been gone, actually? I think it's been a couple months. A couple months, right? And uh, we haven't just been floundering away. Uh, we actually been pretty busy in our personal lives and uh, thinking about some things regarding the podcast. I think we're heading in a different direction. That's correct. Uh, one that's more more aligned with why we started the podcast initially. So if you recall, all of our episodes to date have been finance oriented and uh, they were done so with the purpose of inspiring people so the aggie and i we started on episode one we mentioned that if only we knew now what we knew back then you know we'd probably be a on some stock in amazon or facebook Facebook. (laughs) uh but you know financially we we uh we wish we could help a lot of people and that's why we started this so um why don't you explain the new direction we're going in Yeah. So we're still going to focus on finance, obviously, because that's still the path we're going. We're still on a journey of FI, still have the plan of retiring, hopefully before we're 40. Yes, sir. So we're still on track with that. Um, But one of the things we've, at least I've been doing a lot lately, is um, reading a lot of books and following a lot of inspirational people. And what I've been noticing in the books, it's really what you get drawn and attached to are like the stories. So the stories of the people you know, how did he become successful? Like, where did he grow up? How was his life growing up? You know, kind of the adversities they faced and, you know, connecting with someone that, you know, maybe had the same upbringing you did and being able to say, well, man, if he was able to do it, why can't I? And the more books you read, it's it's mostly the stories that you get connected to and that's how you kind of learn. Um, so being here in this great city of Houston and knowing a lot of folks and people that, are out there doing you know great things and you know may have had a good upbringing maybe not we all you know life is different for everybody but i think like you were saying we want to inspire and motivate and teach people and i think a way of doing that is telling these stories telling the story of you know someone that started up their own salon or um, not just focus on business either uh, just people that think differently um, from you know you know, giving up your or quitting your job and going traveling the world, just different things that, you know, maybe we're not thinking about that we're, you know, our mindsets, you know, paycheck to paycheck, you know, try to advance your career. But there could be something else that's out there. Um, and just telling these stories, um, I think, will be beneficial for one. And one of the things I've learned also from these books is you can learn something from someone. It doesn't matter who they are, what they do. You can always get a golden nugget from someone. And I think if we bring out these stories that aren't really being told, because you, you'll see on media or even Facebook, social media, that you know they'll tell the big story of the guy that went from zero to 60 million and has a big company. And you know you see those stories, but you don't see the story of the small business around the corner that you know he worked all his life and saved up and had the courage and bravery to jump out and start a business. That's true. So, you know, the more and more we talk to people and being able to tell those stories, hopefully we'd be able to make an impact in people's lives and kind of say, you know what, you know, take that jump. Why not? Like what, what's the worst that can happen? Or 
even if we can tell learn from their mistakes and um i think that's one of the good things about books is you're able to read and learn about somebody's mistakes so why go through the same troubles and tribulations that they did if you can avoid that by just learning reading a book or listening to this podcast and listening to someone that you know is going through the same things you were and you know they did this that led their path to a different way um that can be one huge and inspirational for somebody so i think telling those stories is kind of we're going to focus on uh, going forward and hopefully it'll be able to inspire you know our listeners and even us because i mean we're still like i said on the path of fi and trying to retire early but you know right now our path is you know investments and stocks and index funds but you know why not get into real estate if you know we find you know someone doing flipping houses and finding they have a you know a path of how to do it or opening up a business or teaming up with so and so and just meeting new people and finding different ways so why get stuck in our own train of thought of paycheck to paycheck when we can learn from other people very true so yes in a sense we're rooting for the underdog and we're telling the underdog story uh like yeah you said it's you hear a lot you know the media portrays the big successes but you know there's someone out there that to the untrained eye may not look like much of success but they may have came up in horrible poverty and where they at where they are at right now is a testament to their achievements and their tribulations that they faced so that is the new direction of the, of the podcast. Ultimately, we both are very passionate about it. We do feel like it's it will be as good or if not better than the content that we were putting out. And uh, we do hope that you stick around for the ride. Um, there's a plethora of knowledge out there that can be obtained freely just by listening uh, to others. Which I guess, you know, we don't really listen as much as we should be. Just as a... Just in general? Yeah. Yeah, usually even now, I mean, you see all the people outside and, you know, we go out, people on their phones and having conversations and, you know, kind of distracted. Um, a lot of people aren't present in the conversation, aren't present when you go out. Um, that's a big difference. Um, me being in sales and just talking to my customers and just throughout my career i mean the more you listen um the more you're able to actually impact somebody that's true because if you listen most people are going to tell you you know what they're dealing with or what's wrong and most people are just like oh yeah yeah that happened to me too and then they start telling about their story they don't really care about what the other person's going through so just listening and actually active listening and um, some people just need a bit and some other people you know they're there to you can help them out and if you're listening but if you're just going on and then you're just like ah i just want to talk about my thing i'm just waiting for her to give me a break and then oh yeah but let me tell you about what happened at work and da, da, da. I, so I, yeah i think i saw it on the internet was that a listen most people are listening to reply not to understand mm-hmm. that's about where i saw that in the vast and endless sea that is the internet uh, yeah <laughs> good old social media <laughs> motivational pages exactly <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's uh, the direction we're going. Again, we appreciate those of you who have been with us from the start, and uh, we hope that you stick along for the ride, and to others who may be listening to this for the first time, welcome to the Minority Reports Podcast. That's just the crowd cheering, by the way. Okay, um, well, 
since we took a hiatus, a hiatus, mm-hmm. hiatus, right? That's how you say that, right? I believe so. Okay. Since we took a hiatus, uh, we mentioned that we were just going to talk about some of the things we've been up to. All right. So um, if you follow us on Instagram at the Minority Reports Podcast, you may have seen throughout the year uh, certain challenges we set for ourselves. One was maxing out our 401ks. And did we meet those challenges? Big drum roll reveal. Wait. Yeah. That's that's the drums. Um, I, myself, I landed at about 50% of the max. Nice. And, and thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. Because where were you the year before? The year before, I was at a quarter. Nice. A quarter. So uh, that alone, you know, it's... Uh, Again, I've seen this in the vast and endless sea that is the internet. It said the journey of a thousand steps starts with one. You know? Um, Another one. Another one. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? If you shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you'll be amongst the stars. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one, right? Because um, it's, yeah, like. You got to set huge goals like that. And so I don't feel bad about it. I know this year I'm a match because mm-hmm. I already started on the right path, right? Uh, it's a lot harder when you you know, get into like halfway through the year and you're like, hey, I'm going to max it out. Yeah, it's kind of hard to make up. <laughs> but like you said, I mean, it's all about the progress. I mean, Exactly. Even if you would have done a quarter, that's still most more than most people are doing in America currently. So yes. that still would have been an accomplishment. But the fact that you were able to double it to 50 i'm happy you're about see, that you're gonna see that 401k growing yes sir now you yourself though you did it huh yeah i was able to max out um which was the first time i did didn't calculate correctly so i had some <laughs> yeah. of those, those paychecks in december got a little low just because i had to make up because <laughs> apparently contributions include the company match and i didn't take into consideration that um, whenever you see the like the withdrawal, if you look at the activity, oh, on your on the, yeah. that's how it's reported on your stuff. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, it, it, at least for my company, oh. uh, in your four hundred one k statements, whenever you get the activity of you know so so oh, was really so it was like I think the number was like six hundred or something, and I was like okay, so you know that's I deceiving. got I got twelve hundred less, so you know I'll make it. And then I was like, but I'm really doing like five hundred or four hundred. Uh, and I was like, oh, snap. Now I got <laughs> to increase my limits. So I was over like 60% of my check was going into it. So I was like, uh, all right. So December's going to be a little low for me. But luckily I had that emergency fund ready. Hey. Uh, to be able to live off that instead of getting off my paycheck. So I was able to max out, which was good. Uh, uh, one, a good step because that was a goal for the year. And two, just because I was able to see like what the difference it could make into your uh, 401k. I know I told you um, pretty much it grew, my 401k in the whole year grew to like 35k, which if you maxed out, you know, 18 of it was the max out, which is money that I'm putting in. Um, so the rest was just growth from compound interest and then the company match. So, you, so okay, so let's break this down. You said 35k mm-hmm. and you put 18,000. Mm-hmm. So 17 thousand of that was interest and mm-hmm. the company matter so mm-hmm. essentially it's almost double correct wow so then if you break it down i think it ends up being like an average or if someone was working like making eight dollars an hour uh, 40 hours a, a week for the whole year 
that's how much 17k ends up being wow so i was like i had without doing anything i was like i had a guy somewhere that's working for like eight dollars an hour and hey, and while i sleep and he's working and he's like da, 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 da. and that's how and that's where it like it finally clicked like man if you just keep investing because that, that 17k is going to make me more next year and then next year it's going to be more than that and then it's just going to keep growing and growing so Eventually, hopefully, I got a guy that's making, you know, <laughs> you got a whole arm. $20 an hour and, you know. And that's what this, uh, the financial independence thing is, right? You're basically getting enough of your, you know, little green employees to replace you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both read the, the Richest Man in Babylon, right? I haven't yet. Oh. I need to borrow that book from you. Okay. All right. Yeah, definitely. I'll just go ahead and let me know when you're ready for it. But basically, yeah, that book touched on that about how um, our money is like, if you look at it, you gotta look at it like employees. Mm-hmm. And when you're sleeping, because you need, you know, you need your rest. We all do. We're human. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Money yeah. doesn't. So it's just, and that's what most successful people in the world always say. You need multiple streams of income. Because if you're, all you're doing is earning a check, you're never gonna be rich. You're never gonna, you know, make it out of poverty for the most part. Um, you need multiple streams of income, whether that's a business or a side hustle or investing or something. You need additional streams to be able to grow wealth so yeah that's a part of it so that was a 401k other goal was to max out the roth ira or just the traditional oh did you do that so, too yeah i was able to do wow. that wow um which is good because i'm using that as almost my emergency fund too okay um because you're able to pull out your initial uh 5500 if you need it down the road so usually at the beginning of the year i'm always doing that so that's good that's mm-hmm. good i i've yet to start mine but it is actually a written goal because we have been journaling as well uh-huh um, there is that we'll get into that a little bit in, in, further on but yeah we've been uh it's a written goal so um i just have and you and i talked about this before right um because there's many financial gurus out there that tell you hey before you have a saving you should do this or others might say you know what pay the card with the lowest interest first mm-hmm. Others might say pay the biggest balance for you know and so I think we can take all that information, that collection of information, and we just kind of devise our own plan that makes us feel the best. And so, you know, you and I spoke this, like, I wanted to have six months of savings saved up before I took those additional steps. Mm-hmm. And so I am not done with that yet. I'm almost there. Nice. So after that, the maxing out the, the IRA will be the next, next one on step. the list. So it will get done at some point this year. But congratulations, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So, and that all those goals are the same goals for going into 2018, hopefully, especially with uh, what just happened over the weekend or on Friday with the Dow dropping 600 uh, points. Oh, yeah, don't scare me with that. Come on, man. This, this, uh, this small correction. We'll see if it's <laughs> – hopefully it's just a correction, but we'll see what ends up happening. We, we, we knew something like this was going to yeah, happen. It's bound to happen. Yeah. Like I said, we get – corrections happen, you know, usually every year or two. Um, but it's just a small little blip and then it goes back up. But, um, I mean, we do, we're due for a recession. We've had a recession every three to four years average since we started. So we're running on seven or eight years with the bull market. So it's going to have kind of uncharted waters here. So it's going to happen sooner or later, but for the meantime, I mean, it shouldn't scare you from investing, still put in your money, uh, whatever you can. And, um, yeah, you just got to look at it like it's, uh, like, stocks and all that are going on sale mm-hmm. that's pretty much it you gotta stay the course mm-hmm. and pretty much now what 
people should do um, just because, you know, Trump did lower the uh, income tax at the end of the year um, by 3% for the most part, depending on where you're making, uh, how much you're making. So ideally, now that you're, you know, saving that 3%, you should still be investing the same or, you know, adding that 3%. Um, so that's, you know, additional money you're putting into, you know, your retirement vehicles. Don't just, you know, oh, I got an extra $200 in my paycheck. Let me go spend it on, you know, shopping. A bottle at the club. <laughs> We're still, you know, the philosophies we've been talking about still are in effect. So, yeah, you, you know, take it while you can. Definitely track your investments. And, you know, of course, that's, that's different for everybody. We understand everybody's scenario is different. So, uh, but honestly, you know, hey, um, that's one of those things that if you don't see it, you won't miss it in a sense. Mm-hmm. So before it even gets in your hands, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, yeah, increase your, your percentage to your contribution and boom. So, yeah, you, you mentioned that you started journaling. Yes, sir. How'd you start that? Ha, well, there's this guy, right? Uh-huh. It's called Aggie. Uh-huh. He bought a journal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you actually convinced me to do it. Um, <laughs> and it was something that I I wasn't doing. It's not like I, I just picked it up cold turkey. In a sense, for anybody that, that knows how I work, when I get to work, typically before I leave for the day, and before I start, I write down physically. Because, you know, now paper, you, you got uh, Windows 10 has sticky notes on you. Oh, I'm, I'm old school. I like, I like paper, right? You which know how I recycle. you're getting old? No. Uh, which I recycle. So, <laughs> um, you're starting to sound like the old people. Wait, you know what? I got those computers, but I'm going to write it down. Every, it takes me back. Um, you 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 were a fan of How I Met Your Mother, right? Uh-huh. You remember that episode where where uh, I forgot who called Ted old, but Ted was like, "Yeah, what red blooded American wouldn't want to stay at home on Saturdays in sweatpants eating chicken wings or something like that?" That that is that sounds like the life, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I I am that guy at work, you know, and I'm not that old. I get it, but <laughs> you're an old soul. I'm an Cougar. old soul. You're an old soul. Right? Yeah, I, I listen to I listen to Al Green, you know, at work. Uh, <laughs> So I would write down things I would do, and then um, and uh, if I'm wrong about this, please forgive me, Jada Pinkett Smith. But I think it was Jada Pinkett Smith that said uh, it was that she used to write down stuff, and then when you cross it out, it gives you that it, mental it, accomplishment. It really does, uh, and it's, it could be like the things that go on my list are like respond to this email or. Um, a small little task. A small little task. And all those, like, they, they just build up and give you, like, momentum. So and so going. they keep me going. And so uh, I was kind of doing it indirectly. And then uh, once you started doing it heavily, I was like, oh, hey, well, why am I hesitating with this? Right? Because everything that can happen because of journaling is only going to make me better. Right? Mm-hmm. So what I have in there right now is uh, – my handwritten goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I only had five because you and I had a brief discussion about what are your five top top goals, right? And when I was writing down, I was like, well, I still want to do this and I still want to do this and I still yeah. want to do this. So now it's like nine things on there. Nice. And I don't intend to miss any of them. And it's just going back to what we were talking about. You know, like if you aim for the moon, you mm-hmm. even if you miss you, I'm on the stars. I'm hoping to hit on nine, but even if I don't, that's still pretty good. Yeah. Plus, I mean, the fact that you're putting it down, like once you put something down on paper, then, 
you know you get intentional because now you know every like, time you see it now you're like oh, okay well am i really you know on the weekend if you're like being lazy or something I was like am i really doing what i need to to hit that goal and you know kind of motivate yourself to do it and you hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. yeah definitely so um i have that and i have the the list of books that i read so far so that was another concept of it that uh the aggie and i were going to talk about reading more books this year and we started at what at two two per month was the minimum we set mm-hmm. so 24 for the year and so i'm at five and i think you're like at what 42 already or something <laughs> like that i mean hey, I, I, close 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 you send me like snaps <laughs> at like 12 a.m done with another one i'm like bro go to sleep <laughs> i'm a night owl i'm not gonna lie uh but i'm up to nine now um but Given I do do sales, so I drive a lot, so I do listen to a lot of audiobooks. Um, oh, so you're counting those? Yeah. Oh, well, it's still okay. a book, you know. Uh, okay. Still, still, <laughs> I might not be reading it, but I'm still listening to it. Okay, all right. Um, but, um, yeah, like anything, I mean, once you write that goal down, I mean, you start thinking about, you know, how to be efficient about it, and that was one of my ways. I can either listen to the radio or some music while I'm driving, you know, to my customer's uh, business or uh, to work, or I can listen to a book and, you know, learn more knowledge and so i started doing that um so i'm at nine now um wow man so and also i didn't wait till january so kind of started mid-december um but so up to nine and goal is to hit 24 um and i kind of kind of got it from a guy that i started following jim quick um he was mentioning you know and i don't know the actual numbers but the average american reads one book a year and the average ceo reads four to six books a month Wow. Um, and then from what we used to talk about was uh, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, like, you know, what they, on their spare time, what they do is read books. So they're yeah. they're reading a lot more than four to six a month. Yeah, I think we mentioned that Warren Buffett actually reads like 600 pages a day or a something. Day, yeah. And then what really helped me start doing it was he mentioned, you know, the average American, and that's a, these are the numbers I don't remember, the average American can read, you know, however many words per minute. The average book is, you know, however many words in a book. Um, but pretty much if you read 45 minutes a day, you'd be able to read, you know, four to five books a month. Um, but the hardest part is, you know, making that time to read that. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you have 45 minutes straight? Probably not. What I do, kind of like what you were doing before work, um, I started waking up a little bit earlier um, and reading 20 minutes before or when I wake up and then 20 minutes before I go to sleep, um, which, you know, gets me to 40. And that's what's been helping me get to nine books now because uh, I think it was end up being like four or five books that I actually read, and then the other four were uh, audio books. So um, that's fantastic. And 20 mm-hmm. minutes is nothing. Yeah. 20 minutes is the time it takes you to text that woman and see if she texts back. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the 20 minutes you're waiting for the text back. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or 10 hours, you know, whatever. Tony Robbins actually caught, uh, stated that, right, Ned? Um, you, you mentioned how you were driving mm-hmm. and, you know, you're using your time efficiently. And that's, uh, he caught it uh, net, right? No no extra time because mm-hmm. it's basically the same task you're doing on a daily. And you're just being a bit more productive about it. You're still trying to obtain that knowledge, um, which goes to, like, like, something I discovered, right? Spotify is awesome. I use Spotify. All right, I understand certain people out there have Apple Music, mm-hmm. uh, which just just in general, just but going back to the financial part of this all, they are about to go public. So what? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so if you like it that much, you can invest and buy some stocks. For real? Yeah, I think they're because they're pretty much the biggest now. Um, For real? Because uh, paid subscribers and everything they got in there. So yeah, they're about to turn into a beast. But okay. anyways, continue. All right. <laughs> Not to break you off, but continue. Yeah. So uh, one anybody that knows me, my personal life knows that I am a music. Head. I'm a music guru. Uh, I will often recite lyrics in the middle of conversations just because they sound similar to what the lyrics were <laughs> in the mm-hmm. song. And then, uh, you know, the person that's reading it gets confused because <laughs> I think you're being dropping some knowledge. And I'm like, dang, are you okay? He's like, no, nah, that was the lyric of the song. I was like, oh, okay. Sorry, man. I'm I was just on making, a roll. Just making on. sure. <laughs> uh, but one thing I noticed is that spotify actually has a whole bunch i mean they have podcasts on there that's mm-hmm. no secret right but uh i discovered another channel um and it was uh, i forgot the name of it man i felt bad because that would have been cool to give them a shout out but it's actually dope they have they teach you languages huh. right and it's two of them are like people who can speak it proficiently and they always try to get a person that's like from the region so you have one person that's like not from the region, but can speak it. Mm-hmm. You have a person from the region that speaks it. And then they also throw somebody on the show that is a newbie in a sense, a person that doesn't know the language. So as you're listening to the show, they're going along learning with you. Mm-hmm. And it's like they do it somewhat live. Like they'll ask them, hey, all right. And I, I, remember, I remember her name. Her name is Katie. Mm-hmm. And she's a newbie. And they're like, hey, Katie, so how do you say... Uh, my name is Katie in Italian, and she'd be like, "Oh, um, uh, I think it's mi chiamo Katie." And then, and then like the you know the native speaker would be like, "Oh yeah, no, that's, that's correct, that's good." Or you might want to do a little bit more. And she's like, "Oh okay." And so like they give you time to repeat it too. That was dope. It's it's a little bit tougher to multitask sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, when you're when you're doing that. And but like, learn, but yeah, it's the fact that you're trying to get that in. Um, those are just little things you can do here and there, throughout your day. You know, think think about how many times that. Maybe the average person does this in music. If you fit and replace an hour of that with something you can learn, what kind of impact does that have? Make, yeah. And not to mention, if you're driving a lot like I do, you start realizing rodeo or rodeos, uh, radio starts playing the same songs over and over again. So <laughs> once you make that determination, you're like, man, let me do something better with <laughs> with my time. Uh, but then another thing I've started doing, and I'm still trying to convince you to do. Is and most of I got the journaling thing from uh, reading the book uh, "The Tribe of Mentors" mm-hmm. by We're Tim Ferriss. Borrow from you. Mm-hmm. This is like six hundred pages, so <laughs> get ready. But he, was, pretty much the concept of the book is he interviews a bunch of successful people, anywhere from celebrities to business people to, you know, athletes to almost anybody that he's had on his podcast and friends that he's uh, met, and he asked him several different questions. One of them being like, you know, what's the book that's had what's the book that you give out the most or has has had the biggest impact in your life and you know he has like 10 different questions and what a lot of the people that you read what they do and kind of how they take on life most of them either journal in the morning or they do some sort of meditation during the day and then most of them do both so obviously thinking i was like man if everybody's doing this let me start it and that's how i kind of started journaling and I started uh, meditating too, um, but I don't think I'm doing it right because I know you're supposed <laughs> to be like that? sitting down and you know getting in a quiet place and whatnot. So my routine is I read for 20 minutes uh, at the end of the night, 
and then pretty much I'm, I know I'm going to sleep after that. So I read for 20 minutes, turn off the lights, get in my covers, and then I find like a YouTube uh, med- guided meditation deal, and I'll listen to it. And um, it's been it's been crazy. It's been interesting. The you keep telling happening. me you have these crazy dreams. Yeah. So and I still don't know what because at first like you know, the first or the second time the the one I've been doing a lot lately is 10 minutes long. And so I started it, you know, you got to do the heavy breathing at first and mm-hmm. then, you know, fill your body and it kind of gets your body to rest. But uh, I think what happens, because I uh, met a friend uh, recently that's a physical therapist for the brain, and she was like, what's probably happening is that your body's, you know, you're doing the breathing exercises, so your body's into rest, but your mind's still going because, uh, you know, me and you, our mind's always racing. Mm-hmm. So your mind's still racing. So I'm listening to it, my body goes into rest, and then... Like, I feel like I'm asleep or I'm, I knock out and I'm dreaming uh, or having visions. I don't know what's happening. But um, I had, like, this long dream and it was, like, crazy and a lot of stuff happened in it. And then, like, I wake up. Suspense is killing I know. <laughs> so I wake up and then I'm like, man, how many, how long was that? And then you, I just hear the video, like, oh, now you can wake up. And it was just, like, So it was the course minutes. of that 10-minute yeah. video that you had that crazy dream. Yeah. So it was, like, two, three minutes, probably the whole breathing exercises. And then for the next probably five, six, seven minutes, I had that long ass dream and then I woke up and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And then like, I just knock out. That one, it's helped me knock out a lot faster. <laughs> I don't know if it's supposed to do that or not, but having a lot of visions and like dreams, um, but they're more like, and the thing with meditation is you're supposed to get into like your subconscious mind and that's kind of where, you know, if you, depending on how you talk to yourself and, you know, if you either encourage yourself or if you know you give yourself like oh man i'm not gonna be able to do that um that all gets stored in like the subconscious mind of yours so a lot of the dreams are you know either tasks that i'm dealing with at work or things i'm dealing with in life and it's kind of like it's almost like you're solving your own problems and that's another thing that the guy i was following jim quick he's like if you do journaling in the morning he's like one thing is you got to try to remember what your dreams are because your subconscious mind is pretty much solving you know the issues that you're having throughout your day um, so if you make it intentional to like re- try to remember your dreams when you wake up, you'll start remembering how to solve things, and that's how like uh, Ben Franklin or not uh, not Benjamin Franklin, um, Einstein would like some of the things he would solve. He they'd come to him in his dreams. Really? Yeah. So I think that that convinced me right there. Why not? That's the one that. <laughs> so yeah, it's crazy. Like I said, some of it's been you know. Um, it's, been, it's just been some crazy dreams. But, I mean, like I said, it's helped me fall asleep because I'll just wake up. Now it's like I'd, I'll knock out, wake up at like 2 in the morning, and then just fall asleep. And I don't know if I'm sleeping during that time or what's going on, but I, I don't wake up, you know, tired or anything, kind of clearing your mind. So it's been helping. I have to give that a go, definitely. I, I've been doing it kind of sporadically here and there. Uh, I, I have noticed that the days or the nights that I do do it, that, yeah, I do knock out. Mm-hmm. rather good which is for me like um i was gonna say i know you you struggle with i do getting rest, I, so I, I figured it might help i have dark circles under my eyes and i i don't want to call it like insomnia because i really haven't gotten diagnosed right and i don't want to i guess i don't want to say belittle but i don't want to undermine the the actual diagnosis that is insomnia but it i do suffer from like sleep. so i have noticed that meditation does help with that so i will start to pick that up mm-hmm do it for a week, see what happens. Exactly. See Trial bases, some, right? See if you get some crazy <laughs> dreams slash visions like I am. <laughs> there was this elephant with wings. 
<laughs> no, there was a some weird ones. Now, now, now I'm intrigued by, you know, the Machu Picchu when you get to the top, and a lot of South uh, South American countries that I forgot what it's called, but uh, I don't know if it's like a herbal deal that either you're supposed to drink. Is it on peyote? That, I think so. Is that Maybe it? that's what it's called. But you know, you end up and having visions. To our listeners, forgive <laughs> <laughs> <Or> us. <laughs> it's probably not it, but <laughs> but you know. You know, it's visions and dreams that, and it's been helping, like I said, clearing my mind and, you know, helping me sleep. So, I have to give it a go then. Anything else you've been up to? Um, so the books, journaling, the fitness is ongoing, right? Fitness, because yeah, fitness we, is ongoing always. We believe that hey, if you're straining your mind, you should also straighten your body, and you should also straighten your wallet. Hey, hey. you read my mind. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, pretty much that's been it. Um, I'm still trying to learn a lot of new things. One of my goals is trying to learn photography and videography this year. Okay. Um, so I do kayak fishing, and uh, and I always make videos when I go fishing, but I never actually thought about trying it. Add a little background music A little background to music, it. you know, do some editing. A little, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, uh, and mostly, you know, going forward, uh, it's more for like the social media and creating content and stuff. Because um, one in sales that I do, I try to get my customers to you know, start using social media to grow their business. And a lot of them don't know what they're doing, so I'm kind of trying to learn so I can kind of help them um, with their business and use it for us and use it for the podcast and kind of moving forward. Sounds good, man. What Sounds about you? What have you been up to? Um, so I've been kind of following suit with the things you do, right? Uh, <laughs> so we're, we're both in the books, both in the journey, the fitness. Um, aside from that, I've been – I've always had like a – a fascination with coding so like in side, side note side note was your myspace on point back in the day it was it was <laughs> but say, say this, look, i think i think my humor has always been a little bit different right uh-huh. because my myspace the background had the whole sesame street gang like uh-huh. all all of them a big old banner with everybody right and i believe i could set it to where like it would flash too from time to time and my song that would play off the get-go was uh, Hathaway's What Is Love. <laughs> so, like, as soon as you got on there, it's like you see the whole gang, like, they're all happy in here. Like, what is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. Right? And so, like, but I don't think a lot of people understood my humor. Like, mm. I thought that was hilarious. Like, oh, let, let's check out Pedro. I heard he's a pretty cool guy. Let's see what his MySpace is like. Sesame Street gang, Hathaway's What Is Love going on, flashing lights everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we were like, uh, yeah. that's not. Um, I thought it was funny though, but uh, my coding was uh, I've always had kind of fascination with coding. Um, at U of H, so hence the cougar, hence the cougar, All right? No secret there. At U of H in the civil engineering program, because I'm a civil engineer, I always felt like it was one of the more rigorous ones, right? Which I don't really feel it's. You know, it's like it's kind of like that internal frustration moment whenever you hear like, oh, what are the great engineering schools in, in Texas? Oh, A&M and UT. Well, it's nothing against them, mm-hmm. right? They are A&M, pretty good. Hey, Maggie, some right? good schools, yeah. Yeah, UT Longhorn. But it's like, yo, uh, what about us? Because the coming they, up. They had us do everything. And that they even had us learn a little bit of coding. Like, And so it became to the point where I was like running BBA basic codes in like Excel and like people were like, what, what was this, you know? And then they were like, there were our problems. Like we were, uh, we were run like MATLAB, not math lab, mm-hmm. MATLAB, which is like a, uh, 
like a vector based program right and so they would be like oh this is the temperature equation and then this, these are the dimensions of the room and uh we, we need you to map out a 3d graph color coded of the temperature of the room at certain points and you would have to like map it out and some points it was cold inside and I, I i was blown away by it and i really got really proficient at it and i just liked it and um it has came into play at work sometimes uh for the most part we don't do anything too crazy like that but we do use a little bit of like vba basic and like other uh not a, none of the more complex mm -hmm. languages but i was like hey well if i took time and i learned some of the more complex ones what what could i do what am i capable of and so i kind of started off on the path of javascript because ultimately and i told you this um and i guess i'll tell everybody listening so i can be held accountable i want to get into website design that was one of my goals this year and so if i and i'm mistaken you know feel free to comment hit me up and actually you know teach me what i need to what i what else i need to pick up on um but i'm going right now on the path of learning javascript and html5 and after that i do believe it's called css or ccs one of those um and with those three i heard that you can be quote unquote pretty deadly with designing websites mm -hmm. so once we get that that'll work out and maybe who knows maybe that'll span into some kind of side hustle right uh we do have a friend that is into wedding photography mm -hmm. and from my understanding she does not have a website component of that so maybe i can Great offer up my services there and that's how moves. you start that side hustle and that's how it goes so that is one of my things uh it's been a while since i've done it probably about two weeks and because work has been hectic if you live in the city of houston and you travel the roads um and you see a civil engineer sometime in your future just tell him thank you <laughs> so you're saying 290 is your fault oh. <laughs> we let, let me not get him started on this path <laughs> Um, so coding yeah so i'm i'm going with that route um and just along i mean aside from that the same financial goals maxing out 401k uh i do have you know making increasing my income nice. um doing what steps i can uh increase my fitness steps like that nice so, yeah, I think it pretty much wraps up. Side note, just off topic, just because you brought up Jada Pickett-Smith earlier. Yes. Will Smith's about to start killing it even more. <laughs> I don't know if you've started seeing his videos. I think he's starting to vlog, like, his life and, and whatnot. I did not. But I think, did you send me that video on the top five friends? I did. I did. That mm -hmm. one, I didn't know that was, like, part of a... Yeah, I think he started kind of doing the whole Gary Vee thing where he's starting to vlog like his day and conversation. Because I, I just saw another video of him. Um, I like Will Smith. Yeah. I'm going to have to give that a follow. Well, because one, that and not that many celebrities are, you know, putting themselves out there. They, you know, they have their social media, but they don't really put themselves out there. And he's actually doing it. And, you know, some of the videos I was like, man, he's at some point. Some of the things he's saying. So, Do you remember what he said? Um, the I think we should share that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we'll link up the uh, video on the, in the show notes. But pretty much it was like, you know. Look at the last five text messages. Mm -hmm. I was like, look at the last five text messages and see if they're 
either bringing value to you or you know putting your fire out because the metaphor was you know on fire uh, or a fire in you so either people are you know putting gasoline and logs and helping you grow that fire or there's people you know throwing dirt uh, and putting that fire out so you know focus on the five people you hang out with the most and whenever you're talking about you know your goals of you know for us maxing out or um, reading more and if you bring that up and they're like oh man I ain't got time for that or why are you doing that and if they're you know putting dirt on your fire then you know you might want to evaluate you know how much time you're spending with you know those people because um, ultimately I mean at this point you know you're trying to grow you're trying to you know better yourself and if they're if you're, they're not there to help you then you know you might want to start spending some time with some other people you know looking for mentors looking for people that are doing out there doing it already and you know starting to focus on them and pay attention to them and see where it goes that's true that's true and uh i think everybody should have a mentor pretty much mm -hmm. um so if you don't have one maybe try to you know analyze people who you look up to and why you look mm -hmm. up to them and see if they would be willing to give you unguided you know guided support Mm -hmm. help you and not grow. just i mean and obviously it's better to have somebody you know you can go have lunch with or whatnot but i mean books are another great mentor um that's true. reading self-help books that people have written i mean they're putting out you know the mistakes they've done or um what they've learned and just learning from that or even you know nowadays a lot of people are starting to blog and youtube um you can like i follow gary v drops a lot of good knowledge and uh, interviews a lot of people and you can easily learn from that too so and you had a chance to see him too i know it was exciting and you're getting a signed week. book by him too huh mm -hmm, i hope so <laughs> i haven't come in so i don't want to get too excited but um yeah so they're supposed to send a autograph book which i'm gonna go frame and put it somewhere in my office somewhere yeah i'll probably keep it at my house so it doesn't get jacked um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so we got that and then the other thing that we're doing if you live in houston and you're interested in reading more books as well, uh, we are starting a book exchange club called Bookster. So we just sent out the first list. I think we're up to like 10 members, uh, over a little over 83, 84 books okay. so far. I got a couple more lists um, that I need to add to it. But the idea is just, you know, if you live in Houston um, and you have books, like we mentioned earlier, uh, the Cougar has the Richest Man in Babylon, which I just exchanged with him. And then if there's a book he needs, I'd switch it and just read the book, and then when we're done, we give it back. So, and the the concept was, you know, yeah, you can go to the library, get a book, and whatnot, but, you know, if you start reading books that, you know, from people, you know, you're working with or you admire, and they had a certain book that, you know, had an impact on them, you know, it might have that same impact on you. Um, so it's easier to, you know, read a book that's being recommended than just picking a book out of the... Very true. ...out of the library and just reading it and then realizing it's not good. I mean, um, you also get that human interaction out of it, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and then obviously we're trying to grow the community and grow um, our network. And, you know, I think ultimately with this podcast and everything we've been doing, I mean, we're just trying to make inspire people and make an impact in people's lives. That's true. Um, like I said, we grew up with um, not much guidance as we we're going through school and whatnot. So if we knew now what we know. Man. We could have had a, <laughs> a lot easier life. Well, not easier, <laughs> but, you know, more eventful and more impactful life. Um, so anything we can do to, you know, mention things that might help somebody, you know, that's what we're here for. So, yeah, if you definitely, if you're in the Houston area and you want to be a part of Bookster, uh, by all means, feel free to hit us up on Instagram at the Minority Reports Podcast. Uh, give us a like, give us a follow, 
And uh, be ready for some great content coming this year. We're happy to be back. I know I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, but we're back. And we've got interview we're doing next week. Um, yes. We got one lined up um, with uh, the owner of Bombshell Salon, located in the Cypress, Texas area. Still just stay tuned for that. So, I guess that wraps us up. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. We, as always, we appreciate that. You know, you could have been anywhere in the world. We probably are anywhere in the world. You just you could have been listening to anything in the world. You're listening to us, and we do appreciate that. So, as always, so long and, and farewell. I'm the Cougar, and I'm the Aggie. So next time, take care. <laughs>